Well, hello guys, this is Daniel coming to you with another episode of Social Origin, and this is a special one. Today, we are going to be featuring Betty. She is a licensed accountant and CPA, and she comes with a wealth of knowledge. She's going to be talking about everything you need to know practically around your finances during such a time like this with coronavirus and the challenges that small businesses might be facing. So buckle up, get your notepads out, get ready to take some notes and uh, we'll, we'll jump right into things. Meet David and Daniel Alexander, twin brothers on opposite sides of the world, both with a passion for creativity, business, and culture. This is where Social Origin comes in, a podcast for artists and entrepreneurs alike, a chance to listen to influencers and thought leaders in the U.S. and Australia, focusing on where creativity, business, and culture intersect. To make an impact for a movement. Our vision is to cultivate a community of innovative, socially conscious thought leaders. This is Social Origin. Hey guys, Daniel here. I am so excited to bring you today's episode. Today we have Betty Cabricios from Platinum Accounting Group, and she's going to be talking about all things you need to know for business and for life. Um, obviously, right now, the world's kind of in a, a state of uh, panic and crisis, but this is um, going to be a practical episode that you can apply in your business no matter what field that you're in. So, Betty, how are you today? Oh, I'm not too bad. How are you, Daniel? Really great. We've known each other for what, a couple of years now. A couple of years. It's been great. And so I'm glad. I'm so excited to um, be able to share this opportunity and, uh, and, and hear from you. We have great conversations. Um, but tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been practicing accounting? What's your background been um, in that space and everything like that? Well, um, I uh, have been doing accounting for a very long time and started my own practice over 10 years ago, um, mainly looking after business clients. And they could be just a start-up or a very large family group, so it's a very mixed bag. It's actually fascinating work because every day you could be dealing with different types of businesses from a farmer to a lawyer to an engineer. It could be anything at all, which is really interesting. Um, what I have tried to do with my clients is to not just do their tax return and financials, but also look at what are they trying to achieve in their business. Yeah. Um, tax deductions are a fantastic thing, but if your business isn't profitable enough for those big tax deductions, you've actually outlaid a lot of money that you actually need. Yeah. So I have, um, when I finish someone's financial statements, I actually have a look at how it's impacted them and actually have a conversation about it to see what they are planning on doing in the future. Brilliant. Well, the question that everybody's wondering right now is um, where are we at? You know, what's happening? Obviously, the world's kind of in a state of emergency, as I, I talked about, with the coronavirus, but more importantly, what it means for business today. So I'd love to kind of hear your, your thought process on it. Obviously, we have, a, we have listeners all over the world, um, but specific. this is going to be specifically spoken to Australia. And, uh, and you're a certified CPA um, here in Australia and, so, and have, done, have been for years and a wealth of knowledge. So I'm so excited to be able to kind of share uh, 
what you've what you've learned with uh, with the world. So would love to kind of just hear your perspective on mm. uh, what's taking place and what people can kind of need to prepare themselves for. Well, it's interesting. I'm not just a CPA. I'm actually a reviewer for CPA Australia, mm. where I go uh, around Australia and review other accounting practices mm. to see how they're running their practices and making sure that they are maintaining and keeping everything up to date. So other than that, I uh, think that the Australian businesses had a very bad start to the busy season over Christmas and January or so because of the bushfires Mm -hmm. and when all these businesses thought they were going to get back on their feet by uh, business picking up and uh, sales happening and all of that, they have just been blindsided by the outbreak, Mm -hmm. which has meant that their turnover has decreased. If the sales are not there, they're not able to pay their rents, they're not able to pay their staff. Mm -hmm. Certain industries are extremely affected because they actually hire casuals. And so you've got this cycle of businesses not having enough sales, people not having enough money to keep spending in the shops Mm. and everywhere else. So it's a massive downturn which has started to impact everybody. Mm -hmm. The government has been trying to counteract that by... Uh, creating a stimulus package for small businesses to actually allow them to continue to spend money and keep the economy going. So I'd like to speak about the the things that the government has... um, going to be legislating next week about to stimulate things. Are they going to be enough to allow businesses to keep going? That's that's a wait-and-see proposition at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And we've seen, yeah, and and we've heard from a lot of, um, well, from the Prime Minister actually just yesterday in a press conference, he was speaking about um, the need for Australian schools to stay open so that we can continue to have, um, have parents at work and specifically healthcare workers. So that's so important. Um, and it is very, very important for people to continue to spend money with small businesses because it is the lifeblood of of um, Australia and really the world. Really the world is what we're looking at um, nowadays. Yeah, continue. Yeah. So they have uh, decided to um, do a stimulus package for small business. And the there's three main things that they're doing for small business. The first one is they're increasing the tax deduction for buying new equipment um, for a business from the threshold of $30,000 up to $150,000. So if a business spends uh, something on new machinery or new pieces of equipment up to $150,000 by the 30th of June, they can claim that outright, Mm -hmm. which is meant to stimulate the money flowing around from businesses to businesses. Um, And in other times, that has actually worked extremely well. Mm -hmm. Um, But if a small business isn't profitable enough for having an extra tax deduction of $150,000, you can't just go and spend that sort of money. Mm -hmm. If you need to retain that sort of money to actually keep your business open and to pay wages and rents and the tax office, then you definitely won't be spending that sort of money. Mm -hmm. So that was the first thing that they released. um, And that's very, uh, very 
good way to stimulate business, providing they have the cash flow and the profitability to do so. Yeah. A lot of the small business that I'm dealing with does not necessarily have that yeah. sort of money behind them to do that. So that option, which is incredibly uh, good for business, is not always going to be practical at the moment. The main one that's going to help businesses is they are giving you a twenty-five up to $25,000 um, credit against your withholding tax, which is a tax on your wages, for the months of March, April, May and June. So if the tax on your wages for all of your staff is uh, $50,000 a month, they will allow you for the first month to get a credit of $25,000. If your withholding tax is $10,000 a month, they will reduce that, uh, give you a credit, so you're only paying the five. Okay. So they are allowing a credit of $25,000 across four months coming Mm. up. Okay. Which is fantastic for cash flow for businesses. Mm. And that, I believe, will be a a huge stimulus uh, to small business. Yeah, brilliant. And that's something that I think so many people need to know. So thank you for mentioning that because that I haven't actually heard reported on as of yet. So that's, that's brilliant. There is one more major stimulus uh, in there. It is to businesses that hire apprentices or trainees. Mm -hmm. From January this year to September this year, the government will cover 50% of that trainee's uh, wages Mm -hmm. up to $21,000 over those three quarters. Wow, right. So that is an actual grant that they were going to give back to those businesses that qualify. Yeah. How it's going to be rolled out and how you actually get that, I'm assuming there'll be special forms and things you need to prove that you are have got trainees or apprentices that you can actually get that grant back. Yeah. The issue we're facing right now in businesses is a lot of them are actually uh, culling their workforce mm. because their sales can't support the level of the workforce. Uh, Qantas announced this morning that they're cutting 20,000 staff, which is incredible. Mm -hmm. Um, And that means that the flow of money around Australia is going to be less because Mm -hmm. of all of these industry shutdowns. Mm -hmm. My advice to small business at the moment is to obviously decrease, uh, you know, your costs Mm -hmm. if you can. The other thing is to try to innovate. Um, Where you're – I went to my local takeaway uh, last night Mm -hmm. and we bought food and took home and and ate and and I asked him, how are you going? Mm -hmm. Are you busy? And he says, we're very busy, which surprised me. Mm. But the reason he was busy busy was because he had a lot of delivery orders to put through. Yeah. Not many people were actually going into the actual shop to mm-hmm. buy their food, but they were doing a lot of trade for deliveries because yep. people are staying home. Yep. So if you're or if you are a shop of some description mm-hmm. and you don't have much of an online presence, um, yep. you need to be able to get some sort of delivery system happening yep. to keep your income coming in, Brilliant. even if it is on a smaller scale. That is the issue we're 
facing. And, and even though you think as an accountant you're quite insulated yeah. because your income always comes in, but my clients are small business. Exactly. They are not going to pay my invoice uh, before they pay their staff and their rent and, mm-hmm. and their costs that they have to pay. Mm-hmm. So I become an unsecured creditor for yeah. a business. I go to the back of the queue with everybody else. Yeah. And if that business has to close down in three months' time and my invoice is unpaid, I don't get anything. Yeah. So the flow-on effect for everybody you deal with is massive. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess obviously you've spoken to kind of some of the challenges that loom. What opportunities do you reckon people could potentially lay hold of or any that you've seen um, or or potentially could see for small businesses? Or um, to better phrase that question, what what opportunities would you suggest people kind of look at? Obviously, you've already just spoken about being able to use online delivery and in, in those aspects for food industry and hospitality. Yes. Um, I mean, do you work with any cafes or have, have you ever done any work with any different cafes what advice would you give to someone in the hospitality industry? well this is a thing and i just got off the phone with a a retail business and i said over the next two weeks you must decide whether you're going to keep your doors open if you're making a loss by having your doors open because of staff costs and you're making a loss of three to five thousand dollars a week because you've left your doors open, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to actually close your shop Mm -hmm. and either have signage or Facebook advertising or something where you can deliver goods to people Mm -hmm. rather than them coming into the store or some way to contact you for deliveries or access Mm -hmm. um, to do it because if you're continuing to make a loss just by having the shop open, you are better off closing the shop for mm-hmm. X amount of time to limit the losses to see if it improves and then recover. Yeah. yeah. So so where you're a business that relies on customers coming in, you need to innovate. Yeah. Where you're a business that uh, gets customers that are either government bodies or secure big companies and, and you're not as affected, you're, the total service that you're giving them might be lower. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just a matter of um, cutting your costs as well. Yep. Which is why we've seen a massive knee-jerk reaction by businesses by immediately cutting staff. Yeah. Because they've realised the cost of those staff for the next week is going to be $50,000 for the week. Mm, mm-hmm. And their cash flow won't allow them to pay them beyond the next two, three weeks. Yeah. So they've made a really hard decision to do so. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if things get better, that decision was wrong. Yeah. If things don't get better, that decision was correct. Yeah, yeah. So there is no easy answer. Yeah. Uh, the Victorian Governor, the Victorian Premier today said that he's looking at um, that small business needs some sort of cash injection by yeah. the government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hasn't quantified what that's going to be yet. Yeah. Um, or whether he's just talking. Mm-hmm. The federal government has talked about giving people on New Start pensioners, disability pensioners, a one-off $750 payment Mm -hmm. uh, within the next two weeks, which will obviously help. 
Yeah. Providing they don't all spend it on uh, toilet paper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but other than that, that, that's where we are right now. The next question I'll ask you, this is regarding people who might be in the coaching or one-to-one business-to-business uh, kind of space. Um, and any advice that you would give someone within that kind of industry and space? Well, if you think about it, that space is an incredible opportunity mm-hmm. to build your business. Mm-hmm. It may not necessarily give you any money now, yeah. but by by building up your services and even giving free advice to other businesses or people will have flow-on effects later yeah. on when people are back on their feet. They will yeah. remember you. Yeah. yeah. So don't say oh, my God, I have no money and I can't do anything and I'm panicking, what you need to do is assess what you can offer people. Now, I understand that most of that will be for free or at half price or a fraction of what you usually charge. But it's also an incredible marketing opportunity to help people and they will appreciate it later on when they are back on their feet. Yeah, that's so good. Mm. Well, Betty, thank you so much for coming on the show. And um, and there's also some information that you've put together that we also have yes. linked. So can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. So what I did is I summarised the government economic stimulus package that was announced on Thursday morning. And I forwarded that to all of my business clients about mm. this is this is how it affects you, mm. rather than them reading the full six or seven pages that the government released. I mm. summarised it and said, this is how you are affected. Mm. Um, and again, it's a very much an evolving situation. And uh, as soon as the government releases anything more that affects all my business clients, um, I will be letting them know. Yeah, brilliant. So it's a very much a wait and see situation at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And we're, yeah, we're hoping for the best, but it's people like you that are giving people hope. So keep doing what you're doing and um, keep it up. We'll see you soon. Thank you, Daniel. And that will do it for today's show. This is Daniel Alexander, and I am so grateful for you listening and sticking with us. I wanted to make you aware of some resources that we've put together for you. If you have ever thought about starting your own podcast show, we want to do everything we can to get resources in your hands so that you can effectively get off to the best start possible. So if you follow the link that is going to be in the show notes, you'll be able to see a little bit more detail. And also we have a freebie there as well. That's five tips for you in terms of things you need to start your podcast. So we'll see you on the other side until then stay safe, stay well. We look forward to chatting to you again real soon.